Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You're very welcome along. This is episode two, series 35 of the podcast that invites you to get away from your desk at lunchtime, get out into nature, spend just 10 minutes walking around in the sunshine if you've got any. It's actually rain and grey and mirrors here in the UK, but maybe it's maybe it's nicer where you are. But I'm walking along a lovely little uh, verge full of daffodils in my new home. And those daffodils are cheering me up enormously. Welcome to Walk the Pod. an interesting episode today because I'm thinking to myself where am I going to walk because I'm not super near to nature in my house in my new house so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get on a bus and see whether I can get to walking that way And this is a typical London bus in that somebody is having an argument with someone very loudly on the back seat. I don't know whether you can hear that, potties. I'm going up the hill to get to Cam- Cannon Hill Common because uh, if I can get to Cannon Hill Common, then I can get to walking. And that, of course, is what I'm attempting to do in my lunch breaks these days. So, getting off the shouty bus now, and I'm now significantly closer to Cannon Hill Common than I was when I set out. I've just got a tiny little walk up the road to do. And uh, I can already see logs that I can climb on, uh, grass, and to be fair, I was very, very lucky there because just as I started recording the second segment of the show, the bus hove round the corner and I thought, aha, I can hop on that and just zoom to the common. But it's going to be tricky. I'm going to have to work out when the buses are (laughs) in order to get to my walking spot in my new place. But do you know what, potties? I know that what happens when you set out on a new adventure or a new place is that I may not know how to do this right now, but if I keep trying to do it every day, something will occur to me eventually. I will have some kind of an insight into where and how I can walk that doesn't involve relying on a bus. So bear with, bodies, bear with. We're in the beginning of a new chapter of Walk the Pod where I explore new walking territory. So I'm now on Cannon Hill Common and luckily, luckily, because the bus came around the corner, it hasn't taken me very long to get here. And I'm walking up a field with mud underfoot. I can see trees in front of me, which is very exciting. Uh, I've never had trees to walk in at lunchtime before now. Neither the park behind the hospital where I work nor the bike track had 
you know, like foresty, woody trees, poddies, not just the odd tree lining the walk, but tons of trees. And as I look ahead of me, I can see a denseness of trees. That means I'm going to be walking amongst tree trunks with branches overhead. Not much in the way of leaves because it is still quite wintry in the UK. And we've had snow today as a parakeet swoops over the road. But I'm really, really excited because I'm just thinking, if I can walk at lunchtime amongst in woodland, I will be absolutely delighted about that. Cannot really tell you how lovely that is. Uh, Some people are sort of people who gravitate towards ocean. Some people are people who gravitate towards trees. And I'm definitely someone in the, the latter camp. If there's a wood, I will walk in it. If there's an ocean, eh, I can take it or leave it. <laughs> Not that bobbed, you know? So, uh, pretty hyped for a slightly odd episode in which I leapt on a bus spontaneously. But it's got me to where I wanted to be, which is this woodland. So, walking into it now parakeet in the tree greeting me hello parakeet and another one directly above and uh yep trees somebody walking their dog trees are sort of uh cloaked in ivy at the moment which is quite exciting Got quite a lot of uh quite a lot of quite uh small mature trees but small trees just like you know the little spindly trees and there's a bird box up on the tree there. And I know there's a woodpecker that lives around here somewhere. So I might even be able to capture the sound of the woodpecker one lunchtime. Don't know whether you can tell that I'm now in the woodland. There's a magpie just over there, which just fluttered onto a slightly higher branch. And as I come around the corner, there's a beautiful tree just directly ahead of me, absolutely swathed in white blossom. It's absolutely beautiful. Don't know what kind of tree that is. It's lovely to look at. And you know what? This is the this is the thing I keep saying really is get out into nature at lunchtime because you never know what you might suddenly come across. I wouldn't have seen this beautiful tree dressed in white blossom if I hadn't come out this lunchtime. It's an absolute treat and you don't know what you're going to see or how long it's going to be available for before it's replaced with something else or it goes away because it's a new season. So walking the same route every day can be really lovely. Now, before I go any further, Robin from New Zealand has sent a voice note of what he can see directly in front of him when he's out walking in his local nature in Auckland. Hi Rach, it's Robin speaking from New Zealand, um, talking to you from Victoria Park, which is near where I work and where Gaynor and Taddy we came after Skeptics in the Pub, because I'm just about to go to Skeptics in the Pub. Um, lovely autumn evening, it's a sunny day, I'm sitting under a massive plane tree, which has still got leaves on it, but they're starting to fall. Um, it's 20 odd degrees, some people are playing cricket quite seriously with the ears. Um, still can hear some cicadas in the background. 
But the odd part is this park is a legacy of the flooding. There's still signs up that say no swimming and fishing on the cricket field. So I'll flick a to photo of that on the uh, Discord for you. Um, good to hear you're back. Hope you're finding a new walk stimulating and uh, look forward to the rest of the series. See you later. Thank you, Robin. I'm talking quietly because I just heard the woodpecker and I want to see if I can not scare it enough that it does its thing again and you'll get to hear the woodpecker on the pod. Um, definitely more parakeets than woodpeckers around these parts. But I'm hopeful that I might hear it again. <gasps> yeah, I can see it. I can see it, potties. I can see the woodpecker. Okay, so it's pecking a little branch which is too small to make a big noise right now but I can see it and that means that whilst I'm gonna have to keep walking because it's not in a place where you're gonna be able to hear it uh, I'm walking under a tree with a squirrel perched on a branch eating something and looking down at me as if to say I am utterly safe here you can't touch me mate it's really really lovely to think that I've noticed pigeons, parakeets, squirrels, woodpeckers, magpies, and just, you know, just, just walking around. I haven't had to come anywhere special to see any of that. It's just around and about. And I live in Southwest London in an urban area. So just, it really makes me very happy, quite honestly have this nature on my doorstep I feel incredibly privileged and lucky feel incredibly privileged and lucky to know you as well lovely potties and thank you to Kiwi Rob again for a voice note from Victoria Park and saw Gainer and Tatty the other day who who fondly remembered their time visiting you and the gannets so it's uh, absolutely just feel very lucky this lunch lunchtime to have all this lovely nature and lovely friends uh, it's South Meadow where I'm walking. Uh, the Southern Meadow, bordered by Cannon Hill Lane and Parkway, has been managed as a meadow since 1976. And I'm just reading from a sign I'm walking past here. It means that the grass is allowed to grow long, with just one hay cut taken in July, giving the flowers and grasses time to blossom and seed. Meadow barley, red fescue, crested dog's tail, creeping bent and rough meadow grass are around the grasses found here. The flowers include meadow buttercup, common bird's foot trefoil, field bindweed, common vetch, ladies' smock, common sorrel, cut-leafed cranesbill, and common knapweed. This last attracts the cinnabar moth, and in June and July, butterflies such as meadow brown, small heath, and small copper can be seen. Large birds such as crows, magpies, jays, and jackdaws forage for food in the meadow, with occasional kestrel, kestrel potties, or sparrowhawk occurring overhead hunting for prey. Noisy groups of ring-necked parakeets screech past en route for the woodland where they nest. The hedgerow on the edge of the meadow provides cover for long-tailed tits and notch hatches, and on the late in the late spring, blue tits and great tits can be seen feeding their young. So this is this is where I'm at, Poddies. This is my new digs. This is my new manor. And uh, I'm not going to be able to get a bus here every lunchtime. It's going to be very tricky to get to the common from just around the corner where I live. But my goodness, I'm going to work out the quickest way to get here for you. I am going to 
hack this as much as possible so that I can make it here as often as possible because it's just gorgeous it really is do send me a voice note about the nature where you're walking walkthepod.com press the button mark message leave me 59 seconds of your beautiful voice and if you'd like to join the 13 gorgeous members of the walk the pod lunchtime walk club now is a perfect time to do so at the very beginning of a season go to patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie for access to the Discord server, seasonal postcards, my whole blog archive of over 75 posts, right on Patreon, where I'm also experimenting with a little bit of video content, and uh, my eternal gratitude uh, that you are keeping me in the odd pint at the end of the show, in tea bags and in bootlaces. Lots of love. Take care of your beautiful mind, yourselves and each other, and I'll be back with episode three tomorrow.